Hello and welcome to Peace of Me, the podcast by Zalando. I'm Janine Matos, your host and Senior Program Manager for Partner Services here at Zalando. In each episode, I welcome an inspirational expert from Zalando to take a deep dive into our exciting and multifaceted industry and also share lots of practical tips and trends to help you on your own career and work journey. Each guest brings in three items as they reveal their motivation stories and what they've learned along the way. A piece that is close to their heart, one that is close to their community, and one from their role at Zalando. Usually, we focus on people's position and teams at Zalando, but I will be inviting members of different communities within Zalando. Today, we have a first in this podcast, in which I have two guests joining me. I have Alexis Evans, Employer Branding Manager, and Juan Sierra, Senior Program Manager. Hi, Alexis. Hi, Juan. Welcome. Thank you. Hello, hello, hello. I am so happy to have you here with me today and to have you both as my first in a triple podcast recording. How are you on this sunny Berlin day? This is my sixth day in a row wearing shorts. I'm absolutely living for it. That is very brave of you to put right on the shorts. And as I saw today, even the Birkenstocks. I have. I've got the socks and stocks. Um, somebody give me that German citizenship. I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> Before we talk about your pieces, I would really like to know which community do you actually belong to? Yeah, so from my side, I'm part of the Set Pride or LGBTQI plus ERG. Yes, so I'm also a member of that employee resource group. And then also I founded a subgroup which is the Flinter Group. Of course, since we usually talk about roles, I would really like to quickly in two sentences tell me, what were you hired for at Zalando? And what do you do? <laughs> I was hired to be gay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm an employer branding manager here at Zalando with a focus on employee-focused social media. So Juan, you are a senior program manager. Tell us more about that. I'm a senior program manager working for Zalando for over than a year and a half. I'm part of what we call the global PMO, is the program management office, and we coordinate and manage the high complexity, high impact, and one of the the biggest uh, projects and programs and initiatives here at Zalando. It's the the very 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 big projects that need a lot of coordination and people to align. Okay, so before we jump in into the overall conversation, I would like you to say what the three items actually are that you brought. We will go into the stories behind them afterwards. So my first one, it's a Fox Cup, a knitted bracelet, and an experience, how I knew Zalando. Alexis, what are the three items that you brought? I have brought a knitted scarf. I've brought my laptop stickers. And I've brought a scrapbook page. Juan, let's start with you. So this is a cup that I use. It's uh, fox shaped, like even has the ears and people are super worried when I'm drinking that maybe I'm poking my eyes. But it's super big so I can just have like a half liter of tea or coffee or anything. And it's super cute and it's one of my favorite ones. And the fox is my favorite animal. A friend of mine just gave it to me a few years back. And whatever I'm going, I have that with me. Alexis, which item did you bring that is close to your heart? 
So the item I brought that's close to my heart is a scarf that my grandma knitted. My grandma was the first person to accept me as a queer person or to tell me that she does in my family. And every time I go to visit her, she gives me at least one scarf. Sometimes she's knitted them, sometimes she hasn't. But when I wear them and it's cold outside, it makes me warm, not just because it's around my neck and it's cosy, but also because I just feel that kind of uh, acceptance from her. That's really nice. So when did you actually get your first scarf? Oh my goodness, I'm really not sure. It's been years. Every time I go, she goes, oh, she's very Scottish. And she's just like, where's your scarf? Even if it's just like a bit chilly. Do you have them in all colors by now? I mean, if you already have a collection? I have never bought a scarf and I have drawers of scarves. Uh, I was worried when I came out to her that things were going to change. And I was scared about this because we've been close since I was a kid. Whenever I would leave my grandma's place, I would just cry and cry and yeah was really scared that things were going to change and it literally took her 10 minutes to like come back into the room sit down next to me and be like I've sat myself down and uh, I think it's fine and I was just like god this is exactly the reaction I needed. <laughs> Does your grandma actually know what these scarves mean to you? I don't think so no I really don't think so. Maybe it's time Alexis to give your grandma that call and actually tell her. She'll be listening to this podcast, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So, Juan, I want to know more about that fox cup that you just described. Um, yes, yeah, I said the foxes are my favorite animals because they are in every different continents. They all have different stories. So from America, North America, South America, even Asia, like everywhere they have stories about the foxes and they are the teachers. The tricksters, but it's it, this kind of like in between that I really like. One of the things that I struggled a lot coming to Berlin was how, as a person of color coming from Latin America, I'm coming from Colombia, that people uh, look at me. It's it's so weird, and even like for big cities like Berlin is a big city, but still people look at me. So the very first beginning, I struggled to show my colors to be who am I. So I used to hide myself from who I was to do not be very visible because the more visible we are or I was, the most um, we became target. I learned how to play safe and to get myself small and to blend. And that's a shame because then... All the colors that we have, all the differences, all the diversity that we're bringing, we're just trying to fit in. And that's completely the opposite of belonging. We as minority groups and queer people or whomever, like the, these underrepresented groups, we thought that we have to, again, to fit in. So we have to deny who we are. And then with that, we're denying ourselves. So it's just a cup, but it's it's cute. It's who am I? It's it's bright. It's it's orange, and it's uh, that's who am I? I'm silly. I'm close to persons, and I'm bringing all my diversity, all my different faces to the table. 
So I have two children and I don't know how they will identify later. And I'm not the one who's up front fighting for it. But I'm so grateful that there are people who are doing it. I mean, if they become part of the queer community or whatsoever, I'm happy that there are people who actually are fighting and opening the space for them so they can be more true to themselves and do not have to be afraid of being true to themselves. Going back, I had actually one question for Juan on the fox. Have you actually seen foxes in Berlin? I know, and I love them. Sometimes when I'm down, like the universe just send me a fox and they're, it's amazing. I love them. <laughs> We actually already spoke a lot about the community, but you actually brought a specific piece that reminds you of the LGBTQ plus community, right? Alexis, what did you bring? So I brought with me my laptop stickers. So on the front of my laptop, there's a variety of stickers of places that I've visited with people from Zalando. But two of them are super special to me and they are places that I've visited with the Flinter community here at Zalando. So one sticker is of a singer called Kells. They are a non-binary singer and they were also invited to our CSD kickoff last year. Seeing them live after that with the Flinter community was amazing. And also a sticker from a comedy show that we went to as well. I, I really want to know what kind of activities you do. But before, actually, I think you should explain to all of us who doesn't know what Flinta stands for. And I want to hear your best German. Yes. Um, so Flinta is a German acronym. So it stands for Frauen, Lesben, Intergeschlechtliche, Nichtbinäre, Trans und Agenda Personen which in English <laughs> is much easier for me, uh, <laughs> is women, lesbians, intersexual people, non-binary people, trans people, and agender people. So tell me about the Flinta community exactly. So we have the LGBTQ plus community. Can you say a sub-community or is it a separate community, the Flinta community? I would call it more of a subgroup. So most people within the Flinta community at Zalando are also part of the Z Pride community. There's definitely a strong link there, but we tend to organize our own things in Flinter First spaces. So for example, we go to Flinter First club nights, we go to Flinter First bars, we go to Flinter First demonstrations together. It can be daunting to go to these kind of community events on your own, So it's nice to go with a group of people from Zalando because you already kind of know each other. Maybe you have some touch points together. That's definitely a bonus here. But also we have similar challenges, for example, with managerial support or with the acceptance within teams. We can support each other with that. Just passing people, talking to people, going for a coffee with people from the Flinter community, you suddenly you feel like this place is a place for you where you belong. So let me jump to Juan. What is a piece that you brought that reminds you of the LGBTQ plus community? So, yeah, so I'm showing you both. So I have a knitted bracelet. A friendship bracelet. 
So it's a rainbow knitted bracelet that um, a friend of mine did it to me and my partner. So we both of us have the same one. And it's very, very important for me because, of course, it's the colors of the rainbow that literally is something that I wear every day with me. But also, as you said, this friendship bracelet. And I think for the queer community, how important is this chosen family? And those are the friends who are with you. Some families are super nice and welcoming, but usually there are a lot of uh, challenges. So that's where you need a really strong and good community that hold your back. So that's what I, I have it with me, that it's uh, close to my community. It's uh, this ERG, what, what, what the hell is an ERG? So it's the Employee Resource Group. It's driven by uh, volunteers, employees around certain diversity initiatives, usually underrepresented people who need any kind of support. So it's bringing these spaces, as Alexis mentioned as well, how we can build these communities inside the different business and, and companies as well. Here at Zalando, I don't recall exactly how many ERGs do we have, but we have at least 11 or something like that driven by employees, sponsored also by Zalando. So that's a really nice thing uh, just to think about. So yes, it's a volunteer. All of us, we are volunteers and we just put our time and efforts just to build this community. And uh, Zalando as a company also support us in some way. So giving on the spaces, giving the budget, and sometimes giving um, some uh, speakers and, and so forth and so on. We want to know, what is the piece that each of you brought that is connected to Zalando? For both of us, our first experience of Zalando was in 2019 during the Christopher Street Day. So back in the day, I used to be an avid scrapbooker and I would scrapbook literally everything. So in 2019, when I went to this Christopher Street Day, I made a scrapbook page that was all about my experience there. And before the CSD, there was a kind of a kickoff event at Zalando. That moment of before the Christopher Street Day going to Zalando cemented within me that Zalando is a safe space for me and somewhere that I could go and express myself and would treat me as somebody who was accepted, not just tolerated. That's why directly in the middle of the whole scrapbook page is my wristband that says Zalando on it from the day. In 2019, the slogan for the Christopher Street Day that year was Every Riot Starts With Your Voice. And this is something that I think I have carried through my experience of being visible and out and proud. I think that you need to speak up, you need to share your experiences and be visible because people aren't going to join your protest, your riot, until they know that something's broken. How long did it took for you then to actually start at Zalando? Or you were already at Zalando? I was not at Zalando and actually I had never heard of Zalando by this point. How could you have never heard of Zalando before? That's how 
crazy this is. Because my third piece is how I knew Zalando. Because I'm coming from Colombia and North America, North South America, Zalando, it's, it's not present. So I just came here with my previous company. I just arrived in 2019. And then I attended this diversity event hosted by Zalando. So I came to BHQX, an auditorium. I have never clue what, what was Zalando about. Don't, don't make me that face, Janine. <laughs> and, and that was a conversation about ERGs. And they have a panelists. And there were like all these volunteers doing all this hard work, working for the diversity. And I was like, these people are really great. So at that moment with my previous company, I was actually part of the um, diversity and inclusion committee. And after this conversation that we had with Zalando and the ERGs that I attended here, I was like, well, we can do that as well. So I took a lot of the insights and teachings and things that Zalando shared, like very generous with everyone, the attendees. It was super funny because literally when we were talking with Alexis, we found that we were at the same time, like, of course, like we didn't know each other. And now we're both of us sitting here after this super big event that we felt so passionate about and so connected. And that was our first time talking about Zalando. And here we are. Wow. Actually, you both had the same year, the same events where you were like, this company is actually really great or, or giving a space to, to the queer community. I think what's also really important is that it's queer people who are in the representation and not just like somebody talking for you. Yeah, and, and to look at them at their uh, humanhood and, and how we face the same struggles and across the different companies as well. It's how to have representation, how to have support. But sometimes, as Alexis mentioned, it's having these spaces, these safe spaces where we just build community and giving that safe space for other people to join us and to be themselves. Just to kind of piggyback off that, within the LGBTQIA plus community, that's LGBTQIA plus, that's eight letters and each of them represent their own sub-communities. And so having this space at Zalando where we can all talk to each other and learn from each other is really beneficial because, for example, I might not know what the experience is of uh, an asexual person or a gay man. And so this is really important for us to have this space and learn from each other and learn how we can support each other. I feel like that my last closing question was already kind of covered, but maybe you have something else to add. Do you both have any closing words, any tips, words of advice that you actually like to give to the audience before wrapping up? From my side, I would say that all of us, we have a different layers of privilege. So use your privilege to give the voice and the space for people who do not have the same privilege. And I would also go one step further. Most of us, we're living in Berlin or in, in different cities. But we are a very diverse community coming from everywhere around the globe. So as you said, uh, Janine, at the very first beginning of this conversation, how you can be the voice of the people who are not there. So raise your voice. If there is something that is not right or you feel that it's not right, use your privilege, use your voice. Maybe someone, they do not know their own voice or what they can stand for. So be there 
support. Don't stay silent. That is a tough act to follow. That is absolutely perfect, Juan. I would just, yeah, say education is extremely important. And if you can read up on elements of the LGBTQIA plus experience that you don't know about or you haven't got experience of, it's extremely important to learn them. At the moment, the biggest threat that the LGBTQIA plus community has is people who are transphobic and homophobic. And quite often this can be cured with education and reading up on not just your own community, but others as well. Alexis actually wrote an article about this. We are going to link it on our, our communication sources. Uh, it's called A Critical Discussion of Sexual Orientation in the Workplace. And it's one of the things I'm most proud of. <laughs> Juan, Alexis, thank you so much for being part of this episode. It was so funny and it was a lot of fun. Very educational. And thank you so much for being a voice in your community and being who you are. It was amazing. Thank you, Janine. Thank you, Alexis. Thank you to both of you. And thank you for giving us the space to talk about these topics. I think that, again, shows the stance of Zalando on these topics. Thank you all so much for listening. If you'd like to know more about careers at Zalando, go to jobs.zalando.de. Our next episode is coming in two weeks, and I'll be talking to another guest from Inside Zalando about life inside the fashion and tech retail industry, and of course, there are three pieces of me. In the meantime, visit our Instagram page, Inside Zalando, to know more about us. <laughs>